You're listening to DraftKings Network. Everybody, thank you so much for listening to this podcast. In this first segment, oh man, we talk about so much. We talk about the wedding around the world, the absolutely most beautiful wedding in soccer history. Crashland wedding, baby. We also talk about speaking of crashing, we talk about statues coming down, whether you put a fencing up or not. Plus, we talk about whether there's potentially gonna be a strike or not. Okay, and then in the second segment, we're going to be joined by DJ Divini, uh, a master freestyler. You've seen him. You've definitely seen him on Instagram, uh, flexing uh, his abs and doing some incredible tricks as well. Uh, but we, he he's in studio. Uh, he we're talking to him about uh, his how he got into freestyling, and he also does some tricks for us. So uh, we have a great time. So all this and more today on the Cooligans. My light troops. Back again, about my blood clot, yang, all of that. Man came on the Cooligans and shut the thing down. Make sure you watch. If you don't, you're a ham roll, blood. Yeah, baby! <laughs> Whoa, look at this. <laughs> a nice, yeah, baby, I all the, the way up. from the West Coast. Hello, Alexis. How are you doing? Hey, you know how we doing out here. <laughs> I joined the gang, but it's Arsenal, so it's not really. <laughs> okay, yeah, and I love it. you. Said yeah. you know how, how we're doing. Who you with? Who you with right now? Yo, I am. There's a little puppy that I just woke up <laughs> running around here. Yeah, the screen. I've never taken care of a dog before. <laughs> I am freaking out. Yeah, screaming uh, tends to wake up uh, animals. Uh, it's a common. It's a common thing. Yeah, <laughs> so, ran away from me. Doesn't oh, love me. Okay, uh, cool. Uh, yeah, so I, I Facetime. Go for it. I Facetime with my wife like maybe forty-five times uh, the first day. I'm like, what's this mean? Why is the dog barking? What's the where? Where do I press for it to pee? Where do I press for it to poop? It's freaking me out, man. <laughs> well, again, welcome uh, to the show, everybody. My name is Christian Polanco. That is yeah. I'm Alexis Guerreros, okay, baby. Okay, cool. All right. Uh, we are the Cooligans, all right? We yeah. are your favorite stand-up comedians that host the funniest soccer show that you have ever seen on tele- television. And it's not only that. It is what, Alexis? It's also the gulliest. <laughs> <laughs> that's right okay look at that you can all the the sprats are coming from la uh which is all i can hear the sprats <laughs> all, the dog is like the sprats are coming from inside the house uh so yeah we're excited uh to be here to to be back we had a, a nice holiday break here at at fubo uh at fubo sports so uh alexis how how did you uh, well we sort of know how you are enjoying your break because you were in uh you've been in la for about like three weeks already right it feels like i've been here for seven years uh <laughs> i am uh quite exhausted the weather doesn't change uh why does anybody live here <laughs> some people enjoy that weather i don't know why uh you're you're that skeptical about it they're soft okay <laughs> i've also done i think i think i've done about 15 maybe 16 lafc podcasts since i've been here <laughs> how about galaxy get on some galaxy shows is that possible there's one i'm I'm going to do one uh, at the end of this week. I'm going to do Corner of the Galaxy, which is going to be dope. Oh, okay. That's, that's uh, but great. Only one LA Galaxy podcast reached out to me. Everyone else is like, I do an LAFC podcast. It's out of my kitchen. You want to do it? I'm like, all right, yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah, you did uh, sh- uh, Shoulder to Shoulder, right? 
Uh, I, I did well, shoulder to shoulder. I've done defense of the bank. Okay. I'm doing FCFC uh, later today, actually. Uh, um, I also did Urban Pitch podcast. Uh, let's see. I, there's like two more that I'm forgetting that aren't soccer related. I'm just all over the place. You hand me a microphone in this city. I'm talking into it, baby. Okay. Well, all right. You're, you're spreading uh, the Cooligans gospel, uh, which uh, which you love to see. Uh, I what did what did you you you've been doing a lot of stand up as well. You were at uh, uh, you, you did you were at the comedy store on New Year's Eve, right? I was at the comedy store on New Year's Eve on stage like a few minutes just before the ball dropped. And what I liked. What I liked about it was I do a joke where I explain that I lost 56 pounds and typically the crowd applauds and, you know, they, you're amazing, you're a hero. And I'm like, stop it, relax. <laughs> uh, but sometimes some people don't clap. And there was a gentleman who is what you picture when you think of Hollywood, you know, uh, in his early 50s, chiseled jawline, probably was a model for a while, uh, <laughs> V-neck, tight, muscular guy. Not only didn't clap, he rolled his eyes at me. Okay. Well, you also you also described so I, this man very well. That I I think you write like you know romantic novels. It sounds it feels like erotica. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, let's let's be honest. I recognized him from the moment. I was like, hey, all right, that guy's been working hard. All right, uh, and he deserves an applause. But he rolled his eyes at me. So the last thing that happened, I got off stage at like eleven fifty. So uh, the last thing that this guy remembers from 2019 is me belittling him for half of my set. <laughs> I ripped this guy to complete shreds. And I got to be honest, I'm proud of it. You know, I mean, what a way to take What a way to end 2019. Just because he didn't <laughs> acknowledge that you lost some weight. Right. And he also does not know who you yes. are. So <laughs> you really yeah, want. I don't even acknowledge. Honor it is what I'm asking. <laughs> Honor it. How dare you roll your eyes okay. at me? Yeah, and you yeah. know what he did when I was like, you don't clap? He did the real wide, like, condescending clap. <laughs> and that's when, like, poof, I went beat red. And I was like, oh, my man's getting every bit of smoke. My dude's going to be locks by the end of this because he's getting all the smoke it's so fun it's so weird it's not because it's not fat shaming but it's not it's not fat praising it's, it's, it's you, you want something new that i, I don't almost, think has been invented yet <laughs> yeah you know what it is it wasn't proud enough of me you know what i mean and, okay yes yeah, so and that's it i will sort out your issues i see with your an older man not be point. proud of me it brings up a lot yeah exactly <laughs> So, uh, all right, cool. I'm glad you get. I've been yelling at restaurants. <laughs> I've been. They don't know how to make a black and white milkshake out of here. Some lady said she never heard of a black and white milkshake. Christian, you don't care about food at all. Have you ever heard of a black and white milkshake? But I, but I do believe in in reintegrating milkshakes because we don't need segregation anymore. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I thought I was like that's rude, lady. You know what year is this? <laughs> oh, does the does the vanilla milkshake get its own water fountain? <laughs> Disgusting. I'm not a. I'm what? not eating in this establishment. Unreal. Well, there it is, right there. <laughs> so you're seeing what they think is a black and white milkshake. Which the first place, the first time I went there, the lady said, "Yeah, we can't make it. We'd have to make two milkshakes and mix them, and we're going to charge you for two, and they're ten dollars each." So I was like, "That's not happening." Well, all the to me, uh, to me, all that looks like all it looks like is it looks like just like some black people moved into a milkshake, you know, and it's just just a, a minimal <laughs> amount that we're allowed, not enough. <laughs> On the bottom, I can actually read I and S. I think it says ISIS. 
<laughs> Do you see it right above the N and the E? And like the Angelus part it looks like IS. Dude, I think the ice cream is a terrorist, dude. Uh, but I said to the lady, I was like, you don't know how to make a black and white milkshake. She's like, we've never, I've never heard of it. And I was like, I'll take her Coke. The food was really good. So my wife comes into town and I, I showed her the photos of the food. She's like, we got to go. So we go. New waitress. I said, excuse me. I don't mean to cause an issue, but have you ever heard of a black and white milkshake? And she's like, yeah, of course I have. Who hasn't? And I was like, oh, what I'm, one of your employees, one of your coworkers. I was like, uh, could, could I get that? And she's like, well, I don't know if we can make it because our milkshakes are like separate. And I'm like, this, none of this makes sense. I go, do you have chocolate syrup? I said, yeah. I explained how to make it and that's what they made me. Now here, then I put all this on the internet. It kind of went a little viral, right? Hold on a second. There's a third phase to this that no one knows. I'm performing at a show called Friendship Buddies. Very good show. It's at a bar called Verdugo Bar here in uh, L.A. Uh, I'm sitting there. In the audience is someone that I recognize having worked at this restaurant. Because mm. she has like a very like sort of wild haircut, right? And you also and belittled like, hey, her, obviously, because you keep you kept the I, trend like, going. <laughs> If you don't clap for me, my weight loss lady, you're also going to be locked. You know? So I went up to her at the end of the show and she goes, hey, very funny. I might be making that part up. Uh, but I was like, hey, do you work Do you work for this restaurant? She goes, yeah. I was like, I let me explain the whole what happened with the black and white milkshake. And she's like, yeah, that's crazy. She goes, by the way, all of our milkshakes are based in vanilla. So a chocolate milkshake is what you're asking. It's a vanilla milkshake with chocolate syrup mixed in and mixed. I was like, that's a black and white milkshake. She goes, yeah, if you wanted a black and white, you should just ask for a chocolate milkshake. I was like, none of this makes sense. <laughs> You're confusing everybody. <laughs> I'm, I'm also confused. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's weird. Most of the time I go into a restaurant, and even if there's something I don't like, I just don't go back there. But no, you make it part of your identity, uh, which is interesting. <laughs> yeah. Someone told me I'm being a very petty New Yorker on the internet, and I go, yeah, have we met? Are you out of your mind? Okay. You think I'm not going back? I'm going back. I'm going back for a fourth time. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm, I got to go back. And obviously, uh, you know, make a scene, and then I leave my Yelp yeah. review. You know, that, that's that's my in routine. my head. The perfect the perfect ending to this is the guy I yelled at in the front row on New Year's Eve is there drinking a black and white milkshake, and I slapped it out of his hand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're a hero at the end of this story at all times. <laughs> I don't know what happens. I honestly think no one likes me at the end of the story, but somehow I win in my head. <laughs> all right, we're going to be back with a little bit more after this, everybody. Thank you, Cooligans, for this awesome gift. I'm really excited, and it's really cool. Thank you. Bye. All right, look at that. Welcome back and welcome back, Oliver. That was so cool. That was uh, uh, Oliver. He is a, a fan. He's a big fan of Minnesota United. We saw him at uh, at our live show that we did in Minnesota with uh, Miguel Ibarra. And uh, Oliver, so just uh, some background. We had uh, a bunch of bobbleheads, a bunch of messy bobbleheads, and, and we gave them away on social media. And Oliver and his mom did, did not win, but I had remembered them from uh, from the event i'm like hey we have an extra one let me just send one uh to this kid he's a great kid uh and well uh, and th there it is and he sent us uh this uh cool video uh so uh congrats oliver and and yeah thank you for all the support it's nice to have look we got little baby cooligans fans 
It's so cool. And also, he has, like, the OG Messi haircut, like when Messi first came in the league. I thought that you was know? Messi when, uh, when when I saw the video. <laughs> well, they're the same height. <laughs> the same height. So. Hard to tell them apart, to be honest, you know? I think if uh, Oliver... It's actually funny. <laughs> Put some gel the in his hair. Looks you more can't like tell. Messi than the bobble hair does. <laughs> So, uh, so that was uh, really, really cool. So uh, thank you for that. So uh, a couple other things we have. Uh, uh, it's a shame because Alexis is not here for his uh, favorite segment in the world. Uh, uh, I'm uh, so angry. Uh, I unboxing. Ridiculously uh, angry that I cannot <laughs> be there for an unboxing. How uh, dare you unbox without me? <laughs> so here it is. So we got a couple. Of, so we got two packages. One is, uh, one is a card. And this is, oh, this is adorable. Uh, this is... Uh, uh, from the Lafaves, uh, this is Nick and and Danielle, uh, who are uh, we speaking of? We have the Screaming Eagles uh, scarf I have a, uh, on the on the tree right here, um, and they sent this holiday card, and it says, uh, "Much love to you and yours." And it says, uh, "Better late than never." So glad to have had the chance to meet and hang out with you. To you're the best. Come visit DC in 2020. You can meet the tiny gully one, and that's Luca. That's a little the little baby that's, that's on the card there. Uh, so the little baby Luca. The gulliest baby. And remember, they put the Gully AF sticker on the stroller. On the stroller. Just to let everybody in DC know. Yeah, that's right. They, they And it has it also has hydraulics, the stroller. It's uh, it's pretty intense. That's uh, right. <laughs> Baby's hitting switches on them. <laughs> so, Luke we, is like, yo, who's that baby girl over there? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Why are babies catcalling? They shouldn't be little. Why they learn that? <laughs> This is disrespectful, Luca. <laughs> so this is uh, another. Uh, we got another package. Uh, I don't know what it is or who it's from. Uh, so uh, my, be- my 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 dream is that it's just for me and not for you, <laughs> and you have to open it. No, it appears to be a scarf. Uh, and who is this okay. scar- scarf from? This is very nicely wrapped. Oh by the wait, way. okay, I know what this is. Uh, this is the Dominican. I'm so angry I'm not there. <laughs> this is the Dominican <laughs> Republic uh, scarf uh, that was sent to me by um, oh I forgot uh, I, I I I'm blanking on his name right now but he's he's a guy he works with um, the Dominican uh, women's national team uh, uh, to uh, like That's right. help support soccer in Dominican Republic and 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 things like that so thank you so much for this man this is great. Uh, what? Wow, look, what an honor! Thank you. That's so much. a beautiful scarf, too. Yeah, dude. Okay. Yeah, Dominicans make high quality products. What do you want me to say? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Also, when I think of Dominican Republic, the first thing I think of is I think my neck's gonna be cold. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, this is going to come in real handy in Punta Cana. Right? Yeah, yeah. Could you do me a favor? Is there some type of air conditioning we can turn on so that I can use exactly. the car for the game? Just, hey, can, is that, can you turn on the AC at the beach? You know? I, yeah, yeah, is that possible? My neck is sweating a little too much with this Dominican Republic yeah. scarf. Although I got to be honest with how skinny you are, that could be your beach towel. You know what I mean? Okay. You just lay down right on that. All right. Well, speaking of body out. shaming, you know what? Why, why can't I be praised for the amount of weight I haven't gained, Alexis? Look out. Because <laughs> you put no effort towards that. You've got what I like to call skinny privilege. Okay. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh, so okay so thank you uh for that thank you danielle the the lafay family we appreciate you guys um and uh and and oliver everybody so uh we usually start the show by showing love to the people who show love to us and we gotta we we finally hit 600 reviews on itunes we did it everybody thank you the quest for 700 begins right now exactly <laughs> it's a never end there's really no number we'll ever be happy with and it's actually nothing you, makes me happy when you think about it it's actually a prison uh that we've really trapped ourselves in <laughs> yeah you're so, a lot like the guy in the front row of the show no number <laughs> so uh this is from john just uh, speaking of uh, again very dc heavy show uh, uh, John in D.C. goes, uh, Alexis and Christian are one of a kind. They are more than just the funniest and gulliest soccer podcast you will ever listen to. They are the, the crossroad between sport and culture, uh, weaving food, music, and half a dozen uh, ways to say straw in Spanish uh, into insightful discussions about the world game. Uh, they even had an impact uh, on my personal life, teaching me, how, uh, teaching me some of the best words with which to celebrate my daughter's birth back in March. Uh, Christian was kind enough to read the tweet out uh, during episode 189. Uh, the answer to his question, by the way, I said the glorious phrase while holding my daughter right after my wife was moved to the recovery room after delivery. Thanks again for all you do. Uh, fellas, vamos, gully squad, love and hugs, John in DC. So a little background on this. John had, yes, he had a, a baby girl. And when uh, the baby was born, he held the baby and said, shouts to us. He told that to his wife. Uh, <laughs> which was, <laughs> which that is, is the best version of shouts to us so far, though. <laughs> shouts to you guys. But shouts to us. Shouts to us. We're giving them a phrase to say. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And, and hopefully it's, it could be a term that is that, is that ubiquitous. It can be used everywhere uh, in, all, in all these great <laughs> moments, uh, uh, celebratory moments. So, uh, so thank you for that, John. We appreciate it. The first thing a child heard <laughs> is shouts to us. Isn't that great? The best. I got we got a review from Mega Dave thirty three, which I shouts to you, Mega Dave. I like that. I like to think this guy walks around with lasers or something. Uh, no real title. Just put new review, new review. Don't worry about me. Okay, I'm making a review here. Uh, five stars. If Alexis and Christian were pumpkin spice, I would want them in my latte. Whoa. Okay. <laughs> Now we see how you get mega. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. Was this left as a Pornhub comment? Because it feels a little, <laughs> a little suggestive. Uh, how did they, how did they see my grinder uh, account? <laughs> Reading my Tinder bio, I see. Okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, Pumpkin Spice Latino. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, so thank you uh, uh, for the support. Um, uh, look, there's a we have a lot to talk about today, especially. I mean, we have to uh, probably after the break, we'll really get into the wedding uh, heard around the world that unfortunately sure. we couldn't we couldn't make it to. Right? <laughs> I'm gonna leave it at right. that because I don't want to be. I, I don't want to appear too bitter on television, uh, but, but, <laughs> but we'll be back uh, in just a moment and we'll talk about the crash and the wedding. 
Hey, everybody, thanks so much for listening to this episode. We just want to give you a word from one of our sponsors, us and you. Us, the Cooligans, and you, the Cooligans, as in Gully Squad. Uh, so Gully Squad is, is your opportunity uh, to be, uh, basically be a part of the Cooligan supporters group, right? That's probably the best way to put it. Uh, you get to be a yeah, part. Yeah, it's, it's so dope. <laughs> yeah, you get to be a part of some of the, you know, exclusive content that we have. You get to be a part of the exclusive Slack channel where we share uh uh, you know, uh, deep, dark secrets. Uh, and also, we talk a lot yeah, about pizza. We do. I do. There's like a whole section where I get to shred photos of your favorite pizza. It's pretty dope. I absolutely love it. But it's also more than that. It's really the lifeblood of of allowing us to do all the things that we get to do. Why we get to travel and get some of the content and interviews that we get for you, the fans, is really because of Gully Squad. They've been absolutely essential this entire time. And we would love for you to be a part of it. Exactly. So very simple. All you got to do is go to SoccerCooligans.com and click on the Join Gully Squad button right at the top. So, uh, and, and just a reminder for all the new members that join Gully Squad, you will get a, an official Cooligans pin uh, that you can put on clothing or, uh, you know, at, on other fabrics, uh, whatever you like. So, Or for you real freaks, you can put it wherever <laughs> the hell you want. Okay. Uh, you need a new nipple piercing? Well, we got something for you. <laughs> we got you. So, again, SoccerCooligans.com and click on Join Gully Squad. Welcome back, everyone. Uh, we have to... We have to talk about it because if you are a, a fan of this show, a fan of uh, Alexis Guerreros and Christian Polanco, a, fa- a fan of the Cooligans, uh, you know. If you're a family member of ours, <laughs> <laughs> okay, you know. Uh, as as many of you have been, uh, once the engagement between Ali Krieger and Ashton Harris was announced, uh, we made it. I, I really a life goal. Uh, 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 you know, uh, our sole purpose in life was to make sure that we could be invited to this wedding because everybody wanted to go uh, to this thing, and uh, unfortunately, uh, we didn't make it. But the wedding did happen. No. Nah. <laughs> Although, you know, Christian and I can be honest, we had heard some rumors that prior to the wedding becoming a bit more compacted as far as the guest list is concerned, that we were in consideration. So it's almost like we got invited to a trial, but we didn't make the cut. We didn't make the first team. You know what yeah, I mean? Exactly. Okay. We're, we didn't make the 18. Okay. <laughs> so, uh it's, uh, I wish they would have sent us instead of a save the date, sent us like, hey, forget the date. But like, we get to keep the invitation. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Go you do something else that day because you didn't make it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> a sandwich. But here's what the invite looks like. I mean, look at them. Everyone in this photo is gorgeous. You're seeing it now on your screen. Yeah. Allie and Ashton looked absolutely amazing. We got a chance to hang out with them um, in Bradenton, Florida, uh, just before. And we wish them. You know, just a, a happy nuptials and, and great time. And look at them. They're both practically supermodels. I mean, they're absolutely dropped in beautiful. And the, the, the suit and the dress, everything looked amazing. Yeah. Um, we got to kind of be there because it was all social media. Like, we were on everyone's Bro, Instagram. Just like, it, it's almost like we were there. <laughs> when it comes to uh, figuring out a way to, to stalk this wedding uh, through the internet, I, I, that's exactly what I did. I, I basically, I know everyone who was there. I know everybody who tweeted. I know I was like, I basically went through the Instagrams and social media handles 
of every person on the guest list, and I know who was there. So like the, <laughs> the Crystal Duns of the world, right? The the the, the Sydney Larue, the Dom Dwyer's. Yeah. Megan Rapinoe gave a, a wonderful speech. Yes, the speech was transcribed. Okay, I know that because <laughs> I needed to know that. <laughs> so we the, hacked into the teleprompter. Okay. <laughs> okay, we did everything we could. Uh, but more than anything, I, I think we should. When it comes to how how soccer can transcend uh, culture, th this wedding. It was realistically one of the biggest events uh, that, you know, that that one of the biggest weddings. I mean, people were calling it uh, like the the, uh, the royal wedding to, 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 uh, uh, to some degree. You know, it, it was uh, from from the perspective of what it meant for like the LGBTQ movement and, and the, you know, Ashton Harris and Ali Krieger and a lot of the people who were there are, uh, you know, heroes uh, when it comes to, uh, uh, you know, the, the, that that particular movement movement and it, it was difficult to not get it it, it it was difficult to not get emotional uh seeing how amazing the wedding was but also because we weren't there right because it was it yeah, was like i mean i was there that's why i was emotional. <laughs> yeah. i was like i was on instagram like oh okay megan rapino got the chicken okay next you know i was monitoring everything okay and it's hard not to get uh bitter uh, to some degree, I mean, obviously, all love, and uh, we wish you all the best. But when you saw, better only because we wish we could celebrate the day with them. That's that's they it. are. It's called. They're, they're just Two of the dopest people we've ever met. It's called jealousy, right? And they were when I saw some, yeah, of, the, <laughs> some of the people who were there. I look, we got there were people sending us, uh, you know, insider info of other people who posted stuff, and they were like, "Yo, you saw who got invited? The cooling is even get invited, but you saw who got invited." And then when I, there was one that that perturbed me a little bit, right? Because I feel like speak on it, name names, Christian. <laughs> I feel like we could have taken this spot and done something better with. With it, but bruh, Breck Shea was invited. Breck Shea, <laughs> I mean, I'm sure he's great. What I'm are we sure, doing? <laughs> I'm sure he's uh, friends and the whole thing. You got, you got, uh, uh, I'm sure a past and a history. Maybe you played in college together, maybe, but come on, Breck, homie. Let's got, be honest, yo, Breck Shea. Let's be honest. He probably wasn't even invited. He just showed up. He's Breck Shea. <laughs> okay. He's the a least likely DP in history. He's a white man with dreadlocks. You can't do this to us. Okay? Problematic. <laughs> <laughs> we, we have to be above white man with dreadlocks. There's no way. I mean. The, it, <laughs> <laughs> just in general. It doesn't matter where. Like if he's in line at Chipotle, I'm allowed to cut him in line. That's that's the rule. Society has agreed upon those rules. <laughs> Cut them dreads off, my dude, and you get to keep your spot. <laughs> okay, you want to be a respected member of society? You know what you gotta do. Uh, so out here looking like a Viking, <laughs> Braveheart looking ass. You, you <laughs> fix your, <laughs> <I know. laughs> they won't take off freedom looking ass. <laughs> So, uh, a bunch of uh, generally cool moments. Their their cake was great. The the cake when you cut into it, it was a it was a rainbow. Uh, uh, there was uh, another That's beautiful, a beautiful moment. Sydney Larue, uh, who who officiated the wedding, you know, which uh, look we we were trying to officiate the wedding. That was like that that was the proposal. We offered. We offered. Okay. Oh, they got. 
they got a national team player who happens to be like their best friend. Okay, all right. Okay, I see how that works. So whatever. Maybe not the direction. I'm not gonna lie to you. Not the direction we would have went, but. I understand. (laughs) But uh, well, let me tell you this, Allie and Ashlyn. When Christian and I get married, you can officiate. (laughs) And I hope you feel bad when you were officiating the wedding. That's right. (laughs) So, uh, but overall, an incredible, uh, uh, you know, experience. And I'm sure it was really cool. And it was kind of cool that you know, Allie Krieger uh, and Ashlyn put out. There's like a video, uh, like a you know, a little. I don't know if it's a highlight reel. I mean, it was like a, a, a cool thing that they put out their wedding video minutes, I think, after the wedding was over. They were like on top of it. So, uh, so they, they got to. They're bring- editors. Editors got invited to the wedding, and we did. <laughs> Every, everyone uh they let everyone kind of experience this this moment uh with them which i think it, you know kind of puts them on this um uh you know i don't know pillar of like uh, of of really trying to push um the their their you know the, these issues for uh for gay people for women uh, for uh women's rights they're really trying to uh, it's a human's the- right it's a human rights issue and especially with the way the world is right now it's a beautiful thing that they put this video out and that they were able to share this with everyone i even if we couldn't be there it was beautiful and happy and thanks so much for letting the whole world see it okay so the uh big news finally new york city football club has a coach it's been long enough uh yeah just like that uh what was that uh, indiana jones thing <laughs> and he slides right under the uh the, yeah that's the yeah. gate that's coming down okay basically that <laughs> <laughs> so uh ronnie so uh, appointed ronnie dela uh so he was uh the last so he was he formerly managed uh, uh celtic and he took them to two uh championships he won the title he won the league uh twice with them uh but he recently just came from uh I, i'm not there's no way i'm gonna be able to, to say the name correctly uh a Norwegian club. Va- va- I'm going to say Valerenga. Val- Valerenga. <laughs> Hopefully that yeah. is as close as possible. And I'm not butchering it. I hope no- Norwegians are not mad at you me. You made it so Latino. You're like, <laughs> oh, yes, this Norwegian club. Valerenga. <laughs> I'm, sure, like, I'm sure that's how they say it. It's also strange. He's Norwegian, but his name is Ronnie. Like, it just, he's like, not really a name you just associate with uh, somebody from Norway. Just Ron. Uh, you, you, ex- it's not that Scandinavian sounding. <laughs> want- Ronnie Dela. Ronnie Dela sounds like my last Uber driver, <laughs> who he and I talked about what it's like to be Latino in LA. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, but big news, and and uh, some people are, uh, you, you know, already the negativity. You can't be a New Yorker without, uh, and somebody steps in the city and like, hey, what are you, what are you doing here? Who, what are you here about? Like, yeah. <laughs> you- so you think you're better than me, dog? <laughs> right. And people are already. The two titles that he did win with Celtic uh, apparently were because, uh, or a big reason was because uh, the Rangers were not in the league at the time. I, I, they, I don't know why they must have done something wrong that they weren't in the league uh, for two seasons. But that's that's when he. You don't remember they went into admin they went into administration. Uh, so instead of that's why Celtic fans believe that there is no real old firm, uh, which is the classical when they two when the, the two yeah. of them play. They because uh, they got sent to the fourth division, but it's a different ownership. So they say it's like a whole new club, just to disrespect them even further. Wow! But they climbed from the fourth division back to the first, so now they're back together. But yeah, Ronnie won during those years where Celtic were uh, were sort of alone, 
I yeah. hate saying that because there are other clubs. Yeah, it's, it's a, not like they. It's not. It's a bit of a cakewalk for them. Well, it's not a breeze, right? Is it? Is just like there's no no. The, the also, set, what the hell is a cakewalk? Has anyone ever <laughs> figured out what that means? I, I, <laughs> I just mean, I thought about that. I'm like, walking it, with a cake is kind of hard. You don't want to drop it. It's also kind of you know, it's like an oxymoron because people who love cakes also don't like to walk. So hey. <laughs> there it is wow were you at front row of a show on new year's Eve? <laughs> hey man I, i'm in la i'm right next to you buddy anyway uh <laughs> yeah skinny privilege strikes again so the uh, uh look i think this is uh clearly very important they had to uh, appoint someone uh i think i think with how long it took for uh for for dela to be appointed uh I think they were that just meant how kind of unexpectedly uh uh you know or how un, how unexpected it was that Dome Torrent left the team because they it took about I believe 2 months uh, to, to, to get a coach. And this is always the issue uh, in Major League Soccer. Well, as soon as the season is over and you're looking for a coach, you're looking for a coach in the, during the winter break when coaches have jobs. They are currently working. They are not yeah. available to The rest start. of the world. <laughs> <laughs> they're, not, they're, they're, they're working. They can't just go on an interview uh, on a very high-profile public interview. So... I'm, I'm right. Hurt. It's like trying to hire someone during them leading a conference call. <laughs> like, no, no, no. Come here. Come here. <laughs> so the uh, so the, he was the the last manager that need uh, that, that that was the last vacancy. So uh, he was appointed, and then uh, the other one, Inter Miami, got uh, their coach uh, before NYCFC even did, uh, and they got Diego Alonso uh, from uh, who El Uruguayo, uh, who came from uh, Rayados, if I'm not mistaken. So uh, he, ha- he was also, I think, what U seventeen coach uh, for US at the time. Like, okay, yeah. So I, I don't, I don't know too much uh, about him. I gotta, I gotta do. I got to Yeah, he left Monterey midseason, but I got to, you know, because uh, and, and then uh, that was uh, um, uh, Antonio Mohamed, Turco Mohamed, who t- uh, who took over and ended up winning for uh, with, with Rayados. But the uh, uh, he hasn't made I, I don't think Miami has made any public. Uh, they haven't done a press conference or anything. I don't think there's uh, anything much uh, has happened. So we don't know too much about him. It's really just yeah. that ad. OK, just yeah, that sort of photo they put up that's it that's all they've done sure all they they all they did they they uh you know they swiped right but they haven't got on the date yet uh so <laughs> it'd be, right, right, right. Well, yeah, there's like no proof it's like <laughs> when you're like no i got a girlfriend but she's canadian sure you know you can't meet her here's a photo of her you know it it's says a, like you know getty images on it it's a it's a Miami can still be getting catfish we do not know uh so i hope for the best <laughs> yeah. oh that'd be hilarious <laughs> <laughs> Diego Alonso, no, I'm uh, Diego Alonzi. Uh, so, yeah, yeah. You can understand. Sam Allardyce shows up. <laughs> Hello, I'm Diego. <laughs> hey, are you judging my Hispanic heritage? How dare you? <laughs> yeah. He's drinking mate. They're like, it kind of smells like there's whiskey in that gourd. How dare you? <laughs> Degrade and insult my culture. Uh, <laughs> So, my great Uruguayan heritage. So, uh, is that the flag? Am I pointing at the flag? Someone tell me if I'm pointing at the correct flag. There's a lot. 
there's a lot to look forward to because, uh, especially with NYCFC, they have their uh, preseason is starting in, I believe, like less than two weeks. They have a Champions League game uh, in in a little over a month. Uh, so old Ronnie got to get familiarized very quickly. So it's not going to be an easy transition. <laughs> a lot of work. <laughs> <laughs> so, but I think, I think if you are a fan of the press... It looks like that's his preferred system. So kind of exciting. Yeah, oh, look, you know, it's a it's a fun brand of uh, soccer. I watched I watched his uh, his first interview. He's saying all he's saying all the right things. Uh, I I play attacking football, and I just want to get to know the players. And 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 we saw uh, there was a there was a game. He apparently he he had a wager with the, with the supporters that if he won uh, a, a particular game against someone or, or I forgot who it was against, but that he would strip and do push-ups naked in front of all the support. Oh, he he was in his underwear, but he did do this. He, so the dude is clearly. But I think it was if he avoided. Yeah, if he saved Valaranga or Valaranga yeah. uh, from relegation <laughs> or relegation, as they say in uh, in Norway, uh, he would do that. He would do push-ups naked, but he did it in like speedos, basically. Yeah, uh, and uh, yeah, clearly uh, the dude's gully as hell. Uh, crazy no he has uh, he has no <laughs> interest in uh in being politically correct or whatever the dude seems wild so uh perfect for new york city so the uh more news with uh zlatan zlatan uh we we thought we were done with him in 2019 after he left major league soccer but no it's he... like a weekly zlatan update welcome to the zlatan <laughs> we need a, a, a graphic uh, uh you know like uh, yeah some some zlatan segment uh, that so people can uh, ca- kind of you know e- emotionally like, adjust. Where in the world is Zlatan, Zlatan Ibrahimovic? Ibrahimovic. <laughs> All right, <laughs> is that? I hope that's not some copyright infringement. I don't know. Who knows? Uh, Fubo, that's your problem, not mine. <laughs> yeah, you figure it out. Also, I'm gonna wrap. All of Eminem's uh, catalog, real quick. <laughs> so, uh, but no, we have been talking about the uh, uh, the statue that is outside of uh, his former Mamos, uh, his former team, uh, outside of the. I believe stadium. you mean the former statue. Yeah. Right now is just a couple feet. Because it, we, we, I mean, if we go back. And and do a uh, uh, kind of a recap from when we first started talking about it. It went from yeah, it went from uh, him, uh, you know, being excited about the introduction uh, to where we are now, where this the statue is constantly being vandalized over and over. They've tried. My favorite part of this statue right now is that the fencing. Did not work. <laughs> <laughs> they tried their best. No, it did nothing. So it went from, uh, you know, a, a big reveal, and everybody was really excited. Zlatan standing in front of the statue with uh, with all his adoring fans. And then uh, as soon as he uh, uh, becomes part owner of the rival club, Hammerby, that's it. The fans were like, we don't want this statue here uh, and did everything they could to vandalize it. Right. They started putting garbage can uh, like a garbage can on his head and putting didn't they put like a diaper or something. They, they Everything. They set it on fire. They lit it on fire. <laughs> they yeah, did. Yeah, yeah. Which uh, I think is why it kind of had and that now like, there's, and white it, speckled look. And they cut off the statue's nose. Now it has no nose. <laughs> Which is 
I mean, it's worse than that. They cut the statue's nose off, and then they toppled the thing. Cut its ankle. It's like they're trying to take down a dictator. I don't understand what's going on. Yeah. <laughs> this is absurd. Yeah, they had like a, they were pulling it down, like the Saddam Hussein statue. Yeah, okay. We, we, we don't even do this in our country, and we have literally people who own slaves, all right? And they're more respectful yeah. to those statues. It makes no sense. <laughs> The statue, remember that weird Michael Jackson statue outside of Fulham? No. This Do you remember that? No. Yeah, the owner is like a massive uh, Michael Jackson fan. It, so he put like a very odd statue of Michael Jackson outside of the Fulham grounds. I hope I'm, I'm correct by saying it's Fulham. And the fans just wrote a petition <laughs> to get rid of it. They didn't like start cutting the nose off of it. What? I mean, Michael Jackson, of course, any statue of Michael Jackson will be awkward because he was an awkward man. He was a very awkward looking person. Right. So this is. Yeah. What was the weirdest he... part about that statue is no child was allowed within 500 feet of it. So, hey, I mean, it's like, but you have to go to the other game to get in the game. That is best for yeah. everyone. OK. Hey, <laughs> you don't know what that statue is going to do. You know? OK. All I know, it makes the statue makes you uncomfortable because it's on his knees all the time. It relax. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what he's up to. Anyway, <laughs> you almost got a spitting. I swear, man, when I walk past that statue of my nephew, they try to give a candy. Yeah, they, try to give my nephew candy. <laughs> they say he's trying to do the Henri slide, but I don't trust it. No, it doesn't. <laughs> mm, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> no, this is uh, wild with. Uh, what what is the resolution um, for these Malmo fans? They obviously clearly don't want the statue there. They keep putting the statue. I'll tell you what it is. It's what? not what it's not what Malmo's going to do, which is put the statue back. They're going to do another statue. Stop with the statue. <laughs> I mean, you would think that even Malmo, their front office, would be kind of offended that this statue also kind of represents their rival club as well. Why, why? Like, they, 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 they might feel a bit deceived by, by Zlatan from, like, literally one month. I got an idea. What? Here's my idea. A Zlatan dartboard. Charge a couple dollars to like get people throw darts. Okay. That's on. All that money goes to charity. <laughs> Almost like a, um, what are those, uh, those rage rooms, you know, where you just go in and break stuff? But <laughs> yeah, yeah, it yeah. could be like Zlatan's yeah. face everywhere. Because uh, people yeah. have to get this anger out. But also, there has to be some way to show some appreciation for Zlatan, right? He started his, uh, his career there. Uh, is, I mean, will there ever be any kind of forgiveness? Will there ever be any kind of acknowledgement by uh, soccer supporters? Because it seems like it, they, they, they will not forgive and they will not forget. No, and, and nor should they. This is like a, a massive disrespect to own the biggest rival of the club that you helped sort of propel forward and that put you on the map. How dare you? No. <laughs> if Derek Jeter, and I've said this before, if Derek Jeter became owner of the Red Sox, yeah, there'd be all types of people burning memorabilia, hats, uh, herpes uh, awards, anything <laughs> they got from Derek Jeter. <laughs> Again, this is this is a very ongoing theme with you. You're, you're like I literally said it just to upset you. But this I is you, you, like, you know what you are. You're basically the like the the the, the McCarthy era, you know. But like instead of like uh, calling people <laughs> communists, you call you, you you say they have STDs. This is this is your move. Yeah, dude. <laughs> 
Yeah, I gotta be honest. Made me laugh. <laughs> anyway, uh, yes, uh, but you know what? Derek Jeter owns the Miami uh, Marlins, uh, so. Yeah, but don't nobody care about that, including people from Miami, including players of the Miami Marlins. <laughs> anyway, okay, we'll be back <laughs> with more nonsense after this, everybody. <laughs> All right. So the um, more I wish there was more positive news when it came, because obviously the <laughs> the last the last couple it's days never good when you start that way. The last couple days uh, have uh, not been uh, real great for old uh, Trumpy Trump uh, because they're affect he's affecting soccer now. All right, now it's when now we raise our concerns. Too far. <laughs> <laughs> all the other stuff we had we had no issues with and we had no problem with whatsoever. <laughs> but now that soccer is being affected, sarcasm. <laughs> We have to mention it. No, but um, recently, the uh, so the, the U.S. men's national team was about to have uh, their their training camp, and they were going to go uh, uh, train in a warmer weather in in, in Qatar, uh, which is also raises questions like, why are we training in Qatar? Who knows why? Um, but they are you preparing for the World Cup. <laughs> I mean, that's the only reason I can think of. But they. Uh, the U.S. men's national team had to put out a statement uh, because uh, they they were originally scheduled to go there, but they are not going anymore. They were going to uh, train in Doha, and they said, due to the developing situation in the region, U.S. soccer has decided to postpone traveling uh, to Qatar for the men's national team scheduled January training camp. In the meantime, we are working on alternative arrangements in preparation uh, for the match against Costa Rica on February 1st at Dignity Health Sports Park in Carson, California. Um, and then this was the uh, weird sentence. It says, we are working with Qatar Football Association to find an opportunity in the near future for our team to experience Qatar's world-class facilities and hospitality. And that was like the little bone they threw there to just be like, uh, oh, yeah, we're still cool with you. Please let us. Everything's cool. Everything's cool. <laughs> I know, you know, we're, you know, dealing with, uh, you know, just bombing the region, but like we, that's not, that has nothing to do with you and I. Like, we cool. Yo, like, all right. We're not cool with your man, but we're cool with you, okay? But look, right. we're not showing up to the party because your man's my favorite. But in the future, we would love to check out the world-class charcuterie that I hear you be putting out. Let's uh, yeah, let's compartmentalize our feelings at the moment. Yeah, yeah. So. It's like, you know, when you have a friend and you don't like their significant other, you know what I mean? You're like, yeah. look, me and you, we can still hang out. <laughs> but when your man shows up, I gotta be out. That's how it is. I I tell D is my friend, and I tell her, man, I'm I'm not a huge fan of your significant other. I tell her, I tell her all the time. Yeah, look, just because I do a show with him, don't mean I really like mess with him like that. <laughs> so, um, yeah, obviously, look, the the last couple of days have been uh, insane. We we you know it's just like uh, uh from a political standpoint, from a global standpoint, like. Like, I, you know, it, it's difficult to figure out how to, to feel. I mean, there's bigger there's bigger issues than soccer. Um, but, you know, for soccer fans, is there bigger issues than soccer? You know, that sometimes it doesn't feel that way. I mean, yeah. <laughs> we were worried about whether we were going to qualify for the World Cup. There might not be a world. <laughs> so, I think the U.S. is going to qualify <laughs> for World War Three. I think uh, they got that. Yeah. Down yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Can we? Can Trinidad and Tobago help stop this? <laughs> Please. <laughs> yes, that would be... Uh, Quick, make Bruce Arena a general. 
General Arena, what do we what do we got to do? Please save us from this mess. Uh, He's like the most important thing we could do is put a little bit of mayo on the top bun and then let the 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 shredded lettuce. Are like, are you talking about a sandwich right now? Brooklyn, Brooklyn Bruce. Interesting strategy. Uh, no, it, it's all just uh, disappointing and obviously depressing, scary, uh, and uh, yeah, for for the sake of uh, for you know the, the region for. Us, you you hope there isn't a, a war over this? It's like it's just absolute insanity. Uh, and yeah, that's that's the the positive note of of this political show that you can uh, you know you can take away. So I hope you appreciate it, everybody. All right. So all right, we'll be back with more right after this. Hey everybody, thanks so much for listening to this episode. We just want to break it from, uh, with a word from one of our sponsors. Also, the channel we're on. Fubo. Fubo TV. You know, there's a lot of people who uh, who hit us up and they're like, hey, how do I watch your show? And then uh, I want to watch a bunch of soccer. What, what's, uh, what are my good options for that? And Fubo TV is, is one of your best. If you Seriously, if you want to watch literally pretty much any soccer game happening on almost any relevant place in the world, uh, you need to use Fubo TV. Uh, and you can get... It's absolutely incredible. As a soccer fan, we've had it for a long time. Because um, we're big fans of soccer and football TV is absolutely seamless. But you can also get local channels on and you can get your local news. It's almost like having a cable subscriber wherever you bring your phone or your Roku or really any other device that gets it. And we're going to give our fans a chance to get it for a nice discount. Exactly. So all you got to do is go to FuboTV.com slash Cooligans and you will get $30 off uh, if you join. There's no reason to not try it. So go to FuboTV.com slash Cooligans uh, and f- the, the Fubo app is great. Uh, whether you watch it on your TV, on your phone, it's, it's incredibly fast. You don't even really need to be on Wi-Fi to get a, 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 a good uh, uh, like connection and a good stream. It, it looks great. And it, it, Champions League, CONCACAF Champions League, it doesn't matter what it is. You can watch them uh, wherever you are. So, uh, again, FuboTV.com slash Cooligans and uh, try out FuboTV today. CNN! <laughs> You're screaming. I actually didn't understand what you screamed. What did you just say, Alexis? I said, I said, see, Nene. That's, yeah, baby, it's Spanish because I'm in L.A., baby. See, Nene? I don't know. That's a little bit of a stretch. Baby, maybe? <laughs> I didn't want to say baby, so I said Nene. Yeah, maybe it's just a Cuban thing, but we can say, we say Nene. Yeah, because, but you wouldn't say, you wouldn't call a girl uh, Nene, right? No. <laughs> Wait, so that assumes... This entire time I've been yelling at a baby. <laughs> I've been saying, yeah, comma, you baby. <laughs> yes, that is the proper way to say it. Exactly. <laughs> Hello, well, everyone. I just didn't want to see baby. You know, it was dumb. So what's up, everybody? Hey, how's it going, everybody? Hello, my name is Christian Polanco. Uh, that is? I'm Alexis Guerrero. Okay, Alexis is in, uh, he's still in Los Angeles. Uh, doing. Uh, he's doing comedy there. He's uh, uh, doing a couple soccer podcasts, and uh, and he, he's eating uh, what? Sandwich? A whole lot of eating. A lot of whole lot of eating. Uh, I mean, but that that happens yeah. in regardless of what zip code uh, Alexis is in. Uh, that's usually common. You know, how, uh, you know how Ludacris has hoes in every area code. Uh, Alexis yeah, has. I got calories. <laughs> I, was, I, I had a better joke. I, I was gonna say you got ho hoes in every area code, <laughs> but you know. Uh, negligible. <laughs> All right. Look with two. 
different types of comedians. I don't know what to tell you. Um, anyway. That's what makes the show great. Like, you're a, you're a comedian and I'm a great comedian. You know what I mean? So when you put those two together. You know, we make uh, semi-magic. Uh, so, uh, hello, everyone. Yes, we are the Cooligans. We are your favorite stand-up comedians that host the funniest soccer show that you have ever seen. And it is not only that, Alexis. What else is it? It just so happens to be the gulliest. That's you right. Know? Uh, and this uh, today's show is going to be. Uh, Steve uh, <laughs> Okay. <laughs> uh, it's going to be. This is uh, this. Sh- this episode is going to require subtitles. Uh, so, get, so get ready. <laughs> Everyone at Fubo. Yeah, start typing them up. You'll be mad Spanglish. <laughs> <laughs> so um, there's a. Uh, yes. We have to talk about, uh, you know, a couple matches that happened uh, throughout the break and we should start with the Liga MX final uh between Club América and Monterrey Rayados uh and so and and Rayados ended up winning this uh match in uh winning the final uh in penalties uh, and interestingly enough they uh the Rayados and Rayadas uh have won. So the in the, the Liga MX Femenil. That's right. Rayadas won the Femenil. That's right. Yeah, uh and uh and the and the dudes uh won it as well. So uh, you you have uh, right. Liga MX dudes. Dudes the dude league. <laughs> That's what it's called. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we got that I mean it's a, it's a good branding. I think it's a, a lot of potential. <laughs> so it seems to work. This for Southern California? Oh, they'll love it. All right, the dude, the dude league. <laughs> but no, that that is a uh, uh, pretty cool uh, uh, for them to uh, be, so for uh, both teams uh, to end up winning. Because you would hope, like uh, uh, in international soccer, you know, for the women's national team, uh, uh, for the bar to be, uh, you know, for the men to be able to reach the same level that that, that the women uh, reach. Uh, but no, that this is. But at least it's happening for these two teams, right? So, uh, so this was. Um, the game was great. Uh, uh, the, the The result was two one in the second leg, uh, but three three aggregate, and then it ended up going to penalties. The, the game was just absolutely insane, uh, and this is why we love Liga MX games. Liga be- MX is like the littiest league. Yeah, <laughs> it's just like however crazy you think it can get, it goes even beyond. <laughs> that. The fans are going nuts. It's what? like a mid-season, but it's cha- it's a championship. It's yeah, just yeah. the greatest. Whether it's a uh, uh, you know missed opportunities, great chances that like you know f- uh, uh, whiffed uh, 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 kicks and all, it's just it was just insane. But the the fact that that Rayados uh, were able to to just come back and and because they they look like in the in the first half that they were gonna get like pretty much slaughtered uh and and they and they you know uh, and they ended up uh surviving and then winning in in penalties but the interesting thing there was a club uh, america is very clearly a better club at least the way it's style of play maybe it's the maybe it's the management whatever it is a lot of history a lot of history team, but yeah, but you got to be able to win the game, and that's something that you know Rayados yeah. uh, was able to do. The second half, they they, they came through. But the interesting thing was um, their their new manager, who who came in uh, uh, mid season, Turco Antonio Mohamed. Right? Uh, he after they won the uh, the final, there was a there was a, a video of him uh, it, uh, just in tears. Uh, just he really... stayed like in the dugout. Yeah, he like stayed in the dugout, was crying, and like a bunch of the coaches came up to him to sort of congratulate him and then he sort of got up and he did like a uh like he pointed to the sky or something like you know what i mean like clearly it was a very emotional thing and this is i don't know if you knew this beforehand but i didn't know 
the backstory here. I did not know the backstory. And, and shout out to uh, one of our uh, fans, uh, Eric, uh, Eric Gomez, who remember we hang out with him in, in Seattle. Uh, he was the one he, he told me, he's like, oh, th this is why he was uh, emotional. So th the reason was because he uh, uh, played, I believe he played in, in Mexico uh, when he was uh, for Monterey. So when he, when he was younger and then at one point during, during a World Cup in, I believe, in Germany, in 2006, he goes, uh, he brings his family to Germany. I, I believe he, he was uh, an assistant uh, uh, while, he, while he was out there. And he uh, was in, in a car crash. And his, his son, who, uh, who I believe was 9 or 10 years old at the time, uh, his son was in the car with him. I guess they, they had fallen asleep in the car or something along those lines. And there was, there was, a, there was a car crash. They were uh, um, rear-ended. Uh, and his son passed away. It was really unfortunate. Um, yeah. and, but the reason why he was so emotional in that particular time was because his son was uh, a, a huge uh, Rayados fan. He used to be uh, one of the mascots. Uh, so uh, all his memories uh, of his son were uh, and, and Rayados were, were very intertwined and he made a promise to his son that, that uh, he would help Rayados win uh, the league one day and he it made he made it happen and that's why uh, he was so emotional uh because he was really doing it for his son so it was uh a beautiful i mean story. It just, this is part of like when we talk about like soccer is just more than the game that's being played yeah. on, the, on the pitch or the field for 90 minutes this is a sign of that i mean what a beautiful sort of ending to a really horrific story and hopefully this gives Durko just a little bit of closure and is able to sort of maybe close that chapter and put it to somewhat rest and just keep the positive memories of the time he got to spend with his son versus sort of fighting to make his memory, I don't know, valid is the right word, but you get what I'm saying? Yeah. Sort of, sort of like, now he can sort of like maybe have a little bit of calm. Yeah, and I'm glad. I mean, it's definitely something I'm glad we got. Uh, it, it was pointed out to us because you know we're not watching Liga MX that regularly, so we don't really know a lot of these details. But but thank you for uh, Eric for pointing that out to us and uh, and uh, interesting uh, and really cool story. So uh, yeah, and, and and at least you know there was some a bit of a happy ending uh, and and like you said a little bit of hopefully some closure. Uh, but yeah. It, just incredible so uh all right we're gonna be back with more right after this guys more news uh in major league soccer this is uh this is that that the preseason starting soon and uh you love all the off-season drama when it comes to what where players are gonna uh end up and uh let's 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 highlight a couple players that are leaving uh first of all um lucho costa uh, who had that very public uh, you know, ordeal with with DC United. And he said goodbye to everybody. <laughs> he said goodbye to everybody, and then uh, they were like, "Ah, oh, nah, you got." And then he then he just shows back up into the locker room. So the uh, he was like, "You're cool. You're cool. <laughs> F you." <laughs> yes. Um, if you don't know about the just Google Luke Costa and PSG, uh, and it'll all make sense if you do, if you don't know about that. But the. Uh, uh, Lucho Costa does end up with uh, Atlas, so he goes to Liga MX, um, and and that there seems to be the the uh, w what's been going on at the moment, which is uh, players either like uh, uh, you know a, a little league swap, you know, like wife swap, but with soccer leagues. Um, so the uh, <laughs> some players some players are leaving Liga MX to come play here, you know, uh, like an example would be. 
the Chivas striker uh, Alan Pulido, who left uh, who left Chivas to go to sport, right. Sporting Kansas City, and that was a huge, huge signing uh, uh, on their part. Um, and uh, and then we have another one, which is uh, uh, LGP Leandro uh, Leandro uh, Gonzalez Perez, uh, who uh, ended up going to Cholos, leaving Atlanta United, uh, which was uh, probably a, a big surprise for uh, a lot of people, but. There's Not a, a name that a lot of people were saying we're leaving, right? Like the big issue was like, is where's Julian Gresso going to go? And the whole time, LGP is just like very quietly packing his bag. <laughs> yes, right. The yeah, there is um the the, the 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 frustrating thing with uh, with a lot of these transfers is uh, that the like the the MLS the the players association the CBA since that hasn't been agreed upon, uh, there's a lot of players that don't know what their future is going to be because that's not in place because the teams don't know what their budgets are going to be or anything along those lines so a lot of a lot of players are just kind of in limbo right now yeah i think it was uh paul tenorio put out a tweet saying like this person got re-signed and their contract would be above the targeted allocation money threshold and people were like, "What do you? Why? Uh, why would you phrase it that way?" And he was like, "Well, target allocation might not exist." <laughs> so you know, like, there's a lot of stuff that's like in limbo. Yeah, uh, it's it's confusing. Yeah, it's a, this is a, a weird. Um, Wait a minute. MLS roster <laughs> rules and cap rules are confusing. No, but it, it's it's confusing not just for because of like uh, you know the acronyms that are going to exist or not exist. It's because there's just like actual players who don't know what is going to happen, right? Like we had Derek Etienne here, uh, and he's probably one of uh, those people that is like, hey, I'd like to sign for a team real soon, but. They don't know what their money situation is going to be like. You know, we don't know. They don't know what, what, what exactly is going to happen because there is that possibility that there's there still might be uh, a strike, right? That's kind of the cloud uh, hanging up, hanging up uh, over all of these like kind of negotiations and all of that uh, kind of confusion. Yeah, I mean, look, is a, is a strike possible? I think the Players Association was so like um, I don't want to use the term belittle, but they were like they were knocked back so much for not striking last time that it seems like everyone has their finger on the trigger for a potential strike. And I think the worst news so far is that there's been no news. Yeah. Like I, you know, some people think that's a good thing. I think that's a bad thing. I think like positive news or even like people leaking stuff. You know, that lets me know like oh okay, there's movement happening. Right now seems to be a standstill. Yeah, but the, the, there's still uh, a couple rumors, and, and I guess we have to like grade how legitimate they even or, or credible they they feel. But the the one that seemed pretty wild uh, was Luka Modric, right? Luka of Real Madrid rumored uh, to have interest from DC United, right? DC United let go of uh, Wayne Rooney, and uh, just that's it. They de- they can replace Wayne Rooney with a Ballon d'Or winner. Uh, you know how it is. Yeah, uh, okay. yeah. That's just, you just move one piece over <laughs> and the other one takes like, Is DC United I mean, like they the new... Only- Hot spot? I don't know. It just it seems like <laughs> what is up? <laughs> what is going on in the district? <laughs> yeah, man. Everybody wants a little mumbo sauce. <laughs> uh, this is um. So after the rumor about Luka Modric to DC United, uh, it, it was so it revealed. I, I don't know how. Uh, again, I don't know how credible it necessarily is, but that was the first team that that they said that, that there was any possibility. 
But the uh, other teams have come up. Uh, I believe Atlanta United as a possible destination for uh, for Luca, and uh, I think Inter Miami. I think there was like another team kind of at play. But it is it, in general, it, it always seems weird with MLS because it, it feels like they are um, it, it, almost like the, the league in it. The league office has influence on where the player goes, uh, as opposed to you know th- that doesn't it doesn't work that way with any other league. It's like the club kind of represents themselves. Um, so it, it, it does seem like an odd thing that like it, it's basically like MLS trying to court him and uh, I, and like oh look this will be a good city like and r- rents are really good here or, or properties are really you know it's like, <laughs> yeah it just seems like an odd you want to become of... a potential investor here <laughs> yeah <laughs> I just... think MLS is like the only league where like a player is like all right fine I'll play in your country but then later we'll decide where. Like, it's a very odd. It doesn't happen. Like, we here, you know, uh, Christian Bielsen is, is coming to England. We'll find out where. <laughs> at the end, it's 7 o'clock hour. But it doesn't happen. Yeah, yeah it's the, it's the yeah. leading story on Talk Soup. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's very odd how that works. So, uh, look. Who wouldn't want Luka Modric playing here? He's, I, I believe he's 33 or 30, 34 years old. Uh, 34, but, yeah. Uh, yeah, the, he, he's still, uh, and for the type of position he plays, he's similar to kind of Rooney. He, he's a midfielder, not really expected to be a box-to-box guy, just kind of uh, be like a little bit better than like more aggressive than Pirlo. Is that maybe a safe way to describe Luka Modric? <laughs> I've I've seen corpses more aggressive than Pirlo. Um, I think I think Luca for a long period of time was the best player in the world at his position. So okay, probably have to pick up if you're DC nice. or Inter or whoever. Yeah, I'm sure Screaming Eagles would love that. Let's do this. Let's get into some Major League Soccer collective bargaining agreement talk. The, Yo, are this we is... about to solve the CBA right here? <laughs> Let's figure it out for everybody to understand. So, again, we, we uh, mentioned it briefly, but, yes, uh, the next uh, few weeks you may see more news about the, the Players Union and the league, uh, figuring out what the future of the league will look like when it comes to that uh, relationship between the league and its players. Uh, and there's a couple uh, more uh, details. Like, basically, the, the Players Union has kind of drawn their line in the sand and said what they what what they want what are the the as they say tier one uh, most important issues that they're uh, kind of looking to chase um and let's uh let's kind of start if, you, if uh, you, people should look this up actually because it, it, it is pretty interesting so if you go to mlsplayers.org slash progress you can kind of see uh the status and, and what they're asking for and uh you know you can kind of form your own opinion do you think these players are being divas asking for too much you know when they're making forty five thousand dollars a year. <laughs> you know, Ooh, uh, <laughs> big spender. <laughs> okay, uh, you know that that's the problem with these millennials nowadays. They want enough money to eat and survive. Right. They don't understand the value of a dollar, which is how much you make per game in MLS. <laughs> oh, well, they'll, well, they'll learn. Uh, oh, you mean the, the, these? $300 million uh, as an expansion fee? That ain't your money. All right? You didn't earn that money. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, all right. The MLS is like, yo, we'll give you chartered flights, but you got to sell, like, Girl Scout cookies, <laughs> and whoever gets the most sales 
gets the charter flight. Okay. Are we cool with that? Is everyone cool with that? <laughs> it feels like a good deal for all parties involved. <laughs> Can I hear a yay or an <laughs> no? No, I'm hungry does not count. That is not one of the. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, you can't have some more. <laughs> so we should um, uh, point this. Uh, there's a couple. The, the website is great and, and kind of points out uh, uh, the, the important things for, for the Players Union. Um, and you can hear um, uh, what uh, there's been a couple quotes uh, of what some of the players have been uh, been saying. Uh, there was a, a recent interview um, uh, with was it? Oh no, it was a meeting. Oh, it's not an interview, but this was with, with Eric Miller, uh, who is one of the representatives in the players' union. He recently played for NYCFC. He was uh, formerly a member. He was on our show. He was on our show. Uh, he also played for Minnesota United for uh, for a while as well. And uh, and based on I'm reading this, this is uh, Mickey Turner, uh, who is uh, a writer for I believe he writes for the Athletic. Am I? I could be wrong about. It. I think he does. Uh, but he does write for the Athletic and Sounder at heart. That's right. So and we met him in Seattle. Great dude. Uh, uh, so he kind of uh, uh, has, has a thread of a lot of the quotes from from the meeting. And one of them, uh, a couple of them were uh, travel and charter, uh, travel uh, charter flights for. MLS players are currently MLS teams only. How many? I believe it's four, four trips, four flights uh, that are that are allowed to. That's be- all you're allowed to charter, but that's important because some teams are like, let me charter more, and they're like, no. Yeah. Uh, and it seems to be a hot issue for MLS because it's quoted in the Mickey Turner's uh, tweet here that it's generally about twenty million dollars for all the clubs to have full charter per year. I mean. Wh- it, it it's a lot of money, but when you hear like, yeah, but it also doesn't sound like a lot. It's a league. <laughs> like, yo, shake the couch cushion, dog. There seems to be a lot of money coming in, and you know, different avenues. Yeah. Uh, maybe make it work. I don't know. So, but it, that is an issue. But and then the other one is uh, that players is, seem to not want uh, Gam and Tam and these like uh, uh, financial kind of this these financial structures uh, t- to build roster. Um, to quote Eric Miller, he said, getting rid of it will improve transparency and other players should be able to compete for the money. He also says fans and media don't particularly like it, which is true. We use it as a, as a joke. I mean, you know, Tam and Gam is a, a sort of a running gag for us. So it makes it easy for us to joke. Because exactly. It's such a, Tam, sort of Gam, a thank you, ma'am. We got, we got jokes all day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, buddy, we got bids. <laughs> Not that one. That was... <laughs> for the most part, we've got to. So I think uh, from a, uh, I don't know, from a fan and media perspective, I think the, we we don't necessarily understand it completely, but we see that the rosters are getting better. So to us, we're just like, all right, we don't care how you make it work, but I'm, I'm seeing players, yeah. you know, that, that uh, the quality is, is being raised. So it seems like we're, we're right. cool for with us, it. It's like, pick. Pick your, pick your own cockamamie acronym. We don't care. Mm-hmm. Just get better players in here. Call it the cockamamie rule. What do I care? Have fun. Just yeah. Cockamamie <laughs> allocation money. Get some cam. Okay. I just want to see guys that are good at soccer kicking the ball around. Is that too much to ask? I don't I don't. That, yeah. It doesn't seem difficult. <laughs> but it, it, I mean, I hope they can charter a flight to and from the game <laughs> that I get to enjoy. But at least uh, you see that the you know when you hear players really uh, uh, make that point like oh we just want to be able to have an opportunity uh, to 
get some of that 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 money that is being kind of unfairly distributed uh, to the top level of the roster. And I think that's kind of what the the next CBA will be about to take care of the of the player that that makes a little bit of money. Because we saw what Wayne Rooney was saying when he was playing here. He was just like these guys are doing the same amount of work that I'm doing, and they're are being paid a, a grossly. Uh, insufficient amount. Uh, so you hope that, yeah. uh, and we'll see where it goes. The, obviously, the league doesn't want to give them the money, and the players really want it. And uh, so we'll see what ends They'll up. They'll come up with fair allocation money, and we'll say, "Nah, fam, <laughs> we can't." I don't know what to tell you right now. <laughs> but, uh, nah, right. fam. Uh, more to discuss, uh, and especially that there's been a, a couple of, over the weekend in England. Uh, whether it's a Premier League game, uh, championship doesn't matter. Uh, there's been a lot of issues with uh, VAR, right? And and we've experienced. If VAR it. had a statue in England, it would be treated worse than the Slot and Ibrahim statue was treated. That's at right. Let's let's not build the statue. They don't, they haven't earned it just yet. <laughs> uh, but specifically, there's been more debate about VAR, right? You know, England was basically the last uh, league. Uh, the Premier League was the last league to implement it, and then when they when they did, they were like, you know what, we'll do it. Our way, uh, and it is not. <laughs> yeah, they're not even looking at the screen. They're just like, "Hey, uh, there's no one there." Yeah, it's yeah. Like, hey, babe, want to go for a pint after this? He's you know, like, you know what? No goal. <laughs> God told me it was offside. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's just like he's listening to hip hop. Like, All right, that's enough time. Yeah, it's no goal. I didn't like it. No, the uh, the in particular, we know how uh, as MLS fans, we know uh, how it, uh, how it's been used here and how it's really been used everywhere else. Uh, is when there's an issue, which the, seems fine. Uh, the VAR, the VAR, you know, ref, he's like, hey, go take a look at this, and then the the center referee takes a look at it. It's a pretty simple system. It's kind of worked pretty well. But no, in, in England, they don't want to. They, they, I guess they feel that the, the time it takes to to have the referee go to the screen is too distracting or takes too much time. And what's happening is the complete opposite, where the center referee is not looking at anything, just trusting the the the, the headquarters, the Premier League headquarters or whatever, and, and and basing the decision off of that. And this takes more time than than necessary. And the bigger issue now is because. Uh, the the offside system they use like they have a lasers or a rule they have lines like NASA <laughs> <laughs> it's it's Premier League you're doing too much that that's the best thing yeah. we can say to you <laughs> you're doing too much and in some cases you're doing nothing in other <laughs> cases you're doing not enough so in this case you're doing too much and all of that is within VAR yeah and the the, the main reason uh it's there's been a kerfuffle and a, a lot of complaints right. is because the offside uh, the VAR offside is is taking away goals that are so i mean centimeters of a difference whether you can't even you can't even really tell if it's onside or offside. I mean, it, it, when you get to this point where it's that minuscule and it doesn't, it, it doesn't really matter. Like if the if they if they scored, then good on them. It can't be, you know, a, a hair of an armpit. You know, was a the, the, like that's too much. It, it the, now the game is not even yeah, fun if anymore. Your elbow, if your elbow is less than an inch over. Bruh, you're good. You know what I mean? Like, what are we doing? So the, I, I mean, I get the whole human eye element, right? And offside is a ridiculously difficult rule to sort of try to 
you know, uh, monitor, right? But I, this is too much. You know, once once you bring in like the the Fox Sports type, you know, like it's too much. There's there's beams and stuff, this and there's is, a lot of lights. There's all, you know, look, there's dotted lines. A lot of leagues they tried. They, like remember when um, the NHL on Fox had the 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 track. That's what I'm talking puck. about. It's That's like, what I'm talking about. <laughs> like we we saw yeah. it and we were like, you know what? This ain't working for us. This is not. This is making the game more distracting and not yeah. fun. Uh, so uh, this is just a, another one of these things, but this is uh, this not even just a. It's affecting the, the 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 entertainment value of the game because the game is now stopped for a long amount of time. Like offside, the offside rule should just be like, yo, if it, it, what happened to the 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 offensive player has the advantage? Like, well, you just you just. Get leave them the like the the what, what there's a saying what's the saying I, I forgot the exact saying about like the, the the player on offense has like the more of the advantage or like uh or the benefit of the doubt to some degree that's how it should be we should just keep moving on with the game i mean if something is absolutely egregious and is visible with the naked eye f- fine you understand uh calling the goal back but this is insane there's also something to be said for like the guys on Twitter who do these things on their own, like those dotted line things on their own. Yeah, yeah. And like later on, there's like conversation like that goal shouldn't have counted. My team never actually lost that. Like there's some passion involved in that. You know, during the game, everyone's just kind of standing there waiting for some nerdy acquisition. You know, that figured out the supercomputer. Too much. <laughs> yeah, that's that, that's that's the synopsis. It's it's too much. All right, all right. We'll be back with much more <laughs> and DJ Devaney after this. All right, welcome back. And to now we are joined by our guest, and and uh, I'm excited uh, to uh, to introduce our next guest because this is the first time we're gonna do anything really interactive and a little bit more get we're gonna get a little physical uh on on today's show uh so well, that's that, only because the many times that i've asked they will not order pizza to the studio during the show so <laughs> which is uh, yeah a real shame but no we are uh excited to welcome our next guest uh in studio with us dj Devenny. Everybody, yeah, Devaney. that's right. Devaney. Oh my god, <laughs> I, I tried. I was like, I had, I was also, so confident. put your hands together unless you're driving <laughs> for DJ Divinity. Everybody, oh, wait, it's this way. <laughs> there he is, right there. We're still figuring out how to do a television show, DJ. <laughs> Tiffany, how's it going, man? It's going well, man. Thank yeah. you for having me. Uh, that we so we um, we've known we've seen you around in the oh, well, hold on a second. Look at me also, DJ, okay? It's oh, not just Christian. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry about him. Uh, I was going to dap you guys up and like give like a fist bump to the TV. Yeah. You do that. No. Hey, hey, hey. We met. Got it. We met you, uh, uh, I think, uh, formally for the first time, uh, which was in Miami at the uh, Neymar Fives. Right. Yeah. Uh, and... You were someone who I saw on. Like, if I remember correctly, I think we were standing there, kind of waiting to start. DJ was asking us for our autograph, and I was like, "Come on, leave us alone." Yeah, yeah, I still didn't get it. Yeah, yeah, we. I'm glad <laughs> that 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 restraining order has expired. Uh, well, that's how I'm here. You know, 
<laughs> the security asked about it, but, then, <laughs> but no, yeah. we, met, we met you there. Uh, I, I believe we even played in a game. We played in a game together. We were we yeah, were on the we same were team, in the, like the creators game or whatever. That's right. Yeah, and we, yeah, we are. We're all that. Yeah, we're all creators. We all, cre you know, you create. You know, uh, probably with a little bit more talent, but you, we do all create. We're all in that w window. Mm -hmm. uh, At the end of the day, we're all in the same category. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. But yes, we met at the Neymar Fries and we saw like, and, and you are a person who attends a lot of events and you're basically the, you're the guy they're like hey he does tricks mm -hmm. bring him bring him to events but you uh, obviously you have uh you're, you're more uh, of a you know you have you're, you have more depth than just a, a guy who just does a bunch of tricks and that's why uh I, I, and i have a lot of uh questions about that but i remember when uh that that was when we first met but you had told me a little bit about your past and maybe you'll get into it organically mm -hmm. but uh, how does how does it how do you become a, a, a soccer freestyler? Um, for me, it was just like as a young age, like getting into juggling a soccer ball and practicing keep ups, and just becoming kind of addicted to that, and then kind of seeing um, a few tricks here and there from players, and then YouTube came out, and then you know there are people creating these like freestyle moves, and it was just kind of thing where it was like, I need to do that. And that was kind of it. And and it's it's odd to me that you feel like you needed to do it because you are. I re, and you mentioned this before. You were uh, you were in school for astrophysics. Mm -hmm. uh, and when you said that, I'm like, hey, hey, bro, you don't look like an astrophysicist. I, maybe, yeah, you don't need to lie to us. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, I don't know what you're. You know, this isn't a first date, right. uh, DJ. I don't know what you who yeah, you're trying yeah, to impress. Yeah. <laughs> well, Christian and I met. At brain surgery school, <laughs> which I believe is what it's called. So, look at us, <laughs> So, uh, how does one go? How does they seem like such polar interests? Yeah, how does uh, how do, is that was an astrophysics thing? I said anyway. Uh, how does one uh, make that leap uh, into into soccer? Yeah, it's actually interesting. I started um, college in architecture. Okay, so plot twist. <laughs> But um, I ended okay. up just, like, hating that, and I was uh, kind of... You're like, this isn't enough work. Right. <laughs> and I, so... Uh... How can I get a much more special study? <laughs> just got to make it harder. You got to upgrade. <laughs> yeah. Level 10. But, yeah, so I had, a, I had a great physics teacher in high school, and I'd always loved, like, um, thinking and studying space, sci science fiction, science fiction movies, stuff like that. So um, they had a great program at NGIT, and I actually almost switched schools i almost went to tcnj because i like acronyms and then <laughs> which is the college of new jersey correct yeah. and um so because I, I wanted to play soccer and actually when i went to njit i wasn't recruited so i had planned on walking on and i realized when i got there that's not that's not how it works yeah because and, there's like who's this nerd trying to play soccer right, right? exactly <laughs> yeah and so your glasses kept breaking <laughs> 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 you kept your Gatorade and beakers. Yeah. I don't know if that's what an They weren't about it. I don't know why. But, um, but yeah, so you know, I ended up trying again in the spring and got onto the team. So I decided to stay at NJIT and switch my major to physics, um, and just really enjoyed studying it, but didn't like love it the way I love soccer. Yeah. Um, and I was kind of hoping in school that I would like kind of latch on to research and to you know, astronomy and things like that in a way that I would have a career in it. But as I got towards the end and kind of like trying to find work, it just kind of wasn't lining up. And it also just didn't feel ultimately right. 
And so after school, um, or actually my last semester of school, I was on the New York Red Bull street team. Okay. So they have like the Harlem Globetrotters, but soccer. Yeah, yeah. Which is how I always explain what I do to people who don't know what freestyle <laughs> sure, sure. is. And, yeah. uh, and so I started doing that. And once I realized I wasn't getting any like work, um, I was just like, well, I'm just going to juggle a soccer ball until I can make something happen. And here we are. Okay, so I'm actually just curious about your... What what was the because you were you had mentioned like just trying to find work. What was like the if, if astrophysics worked out, yeah. what was like the thing, the dream job or the dream like research that you would have wanted to work on? Um, probably. I mean, it probably would have required um, getting a Ph.D. Yeah. In, in further studies and maybe even uh, uh, cosmology like like deep space and makeup like oh that. no sorry yeah <laughs> cosmetology it's close well it's funny sometimes people think i say i have a degree in astrology yeah not astronomy and they're sure. like what's my sign i'm like i don't know man like, we're, we're how, here with how walter you know, mercado you studied, <laughs> yeah he's got, a, he's got an envelope his forehead. uh when you when someone asks you about like, or be like, oh my God, you know the stars, I'm a Libra. Like, do you just be like, none of this is real. Dude, you're looking at lights <laughs> from beings that died millions of years ago. You well, know what well I mean? Well, that's how my girlfriend and I started dating. You know, it's like, that's, that was the conversation. <laughs> you're like, you believe in garbage. <laughs> now let me show you what I can do with this dinner roll. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> Flex it on her. Uh, <laughs> so I don't know. I'm in. You know? No, it's great, man. Well, I mean, we've seen you. Uh, if if you don't follow uh, DJ on Instagram, I mean, he's unbelievable. You've done some. Uh, not only have you done some like incredible tricks, you've traveled all over the world. Uh, look, I'm, I'm, I'm. People kind of associate like, oh, if you play a sport that that will kind of give you all these opportunities but you just juggle a ball you're not even playing yeah. against another person yeah and you you are a you are like one of these people that i get mad at i'll be honest i get <laughs> mad at your instagram page sometimes because you go to the you're like in thailand and these gorgeous locales and i'm like it it, it feels like you don't have a job but you're working right. you know what i mean right well it's interesting and also you're one of the hardest working people we've met that's what people don't see time, we're like what does he do? Yeah. <laughs> Why is he in Qatar right now on the on the roof of a tall building? And I love I love when you get sponsored contact because it's like you do a backflip and in that backflip you kick a ball through like a hoop and then all of a sudden you're like dove. And I'm like, what? <laughs> what yeah. does this have to do with energy? <laughs> No, but it's so true. Like people, you know, a lot of my audience also ask me like, what team do you play for? Or why don't you play for a team or this and that? I'm like, look, like I just do skills and people like watching me do skills and now people pay me to do it. So yeah. why not? You know? Yeah. I mean, and the, the yeah. How, so yeah. when did you start in particular with freestyling and, and, and focusing on the, on the tricks and improving that skill? Um, I would say, you know, I just further got into it. I was, I was in high school, just like learning the skills and kind of building almost like an archive of different tricks and combining them together and start introducing music and rhythm and things like that. Um, and then in college, once I started with the New York Red Bulls, that was when I started making money doing it. Yeah. Um, and that was kind of just a huge game changer because I realized, oh, there might be a real market or a space for this that I can find an opportunity in. 
And how long do you think? Um, how, how can you? How long can you go as a freestyler? Like, when is it? Is there a? Is there a tipping point where it's like now I get sad seeing this yeah. old man kick a ball? Up it's now? interesting, you know. There's I think there's a few ways to think about it, but the way I like to think about it is you can always like reposition yourself and change the conversation. Sure. So, I mean, like right here and now, like I'm on this TV spot, yeah. You know, and it's like this can be something different where I'm still integrated into soccer, but not having to rely on tricks and athleticism okay so you can always you can always you ain't taking our people. job <laughs> <laughs> get out of here because there is that uh that that real uh commitment to to the craft right i mean we're, yeah. we're stand-up comics right exactly. and it's like we always have to work on it we're always doing shows and it, there is that that struggle that a lot, a lot of people do not see yeah. uh but it's it's it, it is it, i mean i'll ask you this question about like the what do you feel like there is a, a bit of a pressure to always put out the positives on social media because sometimes people don't want to, you know, maybe the, yeah. the, the, the struggle maybe doesn't get as many views. Yeah, it's interesting. And it's kind of the same thing going back to what I just said. I think a lot of people put that facade. It's like the status quo of what you do because it looks good. Yeah. But at the same time, I've posted one of my best videos is a video of me not making a shot. It's a five-minute video of me just missing a hundred times, yeah, yeah, and it has two million views wow. or something. Yeah, and so, but the rest are also of your abs, and they look great. <laughs> <laughs> they look, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Who sponsored that video where you didn't get anything? You know, was it a, a condom company. It's like, look, sometimes it's best not to hit your mark. Okay, look, where can we manage DJ? I think we, have, we can position him. I'm great. here, the phone's ringing. <laughs> All right, we're actually going to be back with DJ doing some tricks in studio. Back after this. Okay, welcome back to the Cooligans. We are here with DJ Divney, and we uh, we're gonna do some tricks in studio. Uh, this is the first and congrats, time. Congrats, you got the name right. <laughs> Thank you. I try my best. Uh, but this is the first time we're doing uh, anything like this in the studio, so we don't know exactly what to expect. But we do know uh, that DJ is gonna bring the heat. Uh, so we uh, also know that the production staff is very scared. Yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot. Just you can't see it because uh, the, everyone's behind the camera, but everyone here is absolutely terrified. <laughs> they literally, a lot of the cameras might have a slight shake to them. <laughs> uh, so uh, l let's get started. Well, I'll t we'll talk to you uh, as you go through it. But if there if there's any uh, trick that is uh, I don't know that that is appealing or interesting or like or scary, uh, scary. go go. That's that's the one you scary. start with. Yeah. Uh, all right. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, freestyle is just kind of like the art of controlling and doing tricks with the ball, combining them together. What is the what is the crowd pleaser? Like, is there something that when you oh, do crowd pleaser like, ah! is right here? So you guys are going to clap when I clap. Right? OK. OK, here we go. Well, I'm well, he can't. delayed, so Christian, you do it. <laughs> two claps. OK. Uh, two claps. Three claps. No, I didn't clap. Okay. <laughs> they only clap when I clap. All right, I'll, go down. I'll be honest, I'm not pleased right now. Uh, <laughs> so, now so now you just clap when I clap. Okay. Okay. All right. No, this, is, this isn't uh, crop, this is just exercise. Two claps. <laughs> yeah. Ah, oh, come on. No. <laughs> but that, people usually like that. If you're just listening to this, he's doing a push up, clapping in front and then behind his back <laughs> and still catching him. If I tried that, I would have broken my face. 
Is there is there any uh, tricks like when you when you I'm sure when you do this and maybe in front of kids and kids want to be like how, how do I get started what what can I do is there anything I can uh, uh, start with and learn so gonna, that make me feel like a freestyler? You're gonna learn the next law, which you've probably done before. Okay, I have yes, I've seen it, and so you've probably done it here. But we'll just learn from placing it on your neck. Sure. And that way you can Because I've never landed it from my foot to my neck. That has not happened. Well, that's on the next one. Yeah, episode. yeah. I, with, <laughs> I've, I've, I've taken... He's actually uh, been able to hit a kid's neck in front of them, which is very important. I've been, I've been able to super glue a ball and put it onto my neck, and that's worked uh, perfectly. <laughs> so, yeah. So, if you okay. want to do it together, we'll just start by touching our toes. Okay. All right. All right. Glad Alexis is not here. We're gonna, <laughs> <laughs> <a little> tough. <laughs> and then you're just going to look up. Chin goes up. Okay. Elbows go back as far as they can. Okay. And then I'm just going to place the ball for you. All right. Look at this. And you're done. So look now I want I you mean, to try to spin around without dropping it. Okay. Can we just PGI edit this so it looks like Christian <laughs> was able to do this? I feel like I can also, like, twerk. Yeah, yeah, level. yeah. Bounce it, you know? <laughs> so I don't know if that's if that's on camera, uh, but feel free. I don't know what rating this show now has. <laughs> yeah. So see if you can, see like if you can go down into the push-up. Oh, into the push-up. Kind of All right. Can I do so a push-up? All right. Oh, okay. Keep the shoulder blades back. Okay. 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 Up. All right. There so you go. One knee. One. There it is. Okay. <laughs> okay. Nice and slow. Why do you look like a grandpa doing this? <laughs> because I'm terrified. Because <laughs> this is being broadcast. There you go. Okay. Yeah. There it is. Yeah, yeah. There it is. Hey. I have never been happier to not be in the studio. <laughs> that I would not be doing under pressure. Ah, oh, good. All right. That I was sick, though. Okay. Uh, I, I wanted to ask because this was uh, one of uh, one of the questions from uh, our Golly Squad members, uh, Jess uh, Hewen. She asked, um, uh, are th because uh, you have a background in physics, do you ever think about uh, physics whenever you uh, create tricks or anything like that? Never. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's the short answer. Yeah, yeah. It's a yeah. fair. It's a, is there anyone, uh, a, a player or other freestylers that are kind of inspirational or or kind of push you to try to be better? Yeah, I've always like looked up to Andrew Henderson, who's like a five-time world champ, and he actually just switched to mixed martial arts. So he's just an incredible athlete. Okay. And that's why I feel like I really kind of relate to him um, in that sense as like an overall athlete and just someone who's just wants Freestyle to be successful. Freestyle MMA fighter is about as grand a switch as <laughs> Astro Fitness. So that's what I mean. That's, that's where it connects. That's uh, okay. That it, it's impressive. It, there is a. Uh, is there any uh, trick that you are particularly known for? Uh, yeah. So I would say I won't do it in here because there's not enough space. But this one is probably a big crowd pleaser as well. If you want to take a slight step back. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so I usually do this to maybe end a show or like take a break in the show for. No one's gonna clap. wheel my me back a little bit at all. <laughs> <laughs> so I usually like do something that builds up to this and then like I kind of like get the crowd like worked up. Yeah. And then we go. Got it. Down okay. Into, like, yeah, I did. a little it's magic mic action. <laughs> you know, sometimes I hold it. I was gonna say, wait, I, I know I know you're in a relationship, but prior to that, does someone watching you do these tricks have a higher expectation for you in the bedroom now. Because <laughs> they're like, if we can do that, oh. It's not untrue. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Or you can keep me up in my libido. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, this is good because we, we don't really get to uh, talk about freestyler sex lives uh, enough. Uh, and I'm glad we got to <laughs> merge those yeah. things. <laughs> but I want to know. <laughs> 
I just want to show you guys something. <laughs> look, there's oh. a wave. Look! Okay, but watch, look. I'm going to juggle her on my head. Hold on. <laughs> no, <I'm joking. laughs> we got the dog on camera. Wow, the uh, freestylers. She was uh, asleep. <laughs> okay, look at that. He didn't even let her uh, wake up. So clearly there was not consent uh, for that dog <laughs> on television, Alexis. <laughs> Typical. Uh, <laughs> Thank God I didn't wear that Michael Vick jersey. <laughs> wow. Uh, okay, DJ, thank you so much uh, for joining us, man. You're incredible. Thank you for uh, bestowing us uh, with your presence and this incredible skill. Um, we're going to end the show. Uh, the way we normally do, uh, but we have to do uh, you know some of the ho the, the ho housekeeping, uh, right? Where we normally say that, right? Uh, follow soccer cooligans. Yeah, no. <laughs> 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 housekeeping? I don't know how to say. It. <laughs> Uh, follow <laughs> at Soccer Cooligans. Uh, make sure you follow uh, at Football Sports. Uh, follow the YouTube channel. You can see Five -star review. <laughs> a review on iTunes. Uh, and you can see stuff like this. Uh, <laughs> this is uh, unbelievable. Uh, my, name, <laughs> my name is Christian Polanco. I saw this for uh, DJ Divini. Uh, this is Alexis Guerreros. Uh, <laughs> DJ Divini. Uh, <laughs> uh, and together, uh, what are we, Alexis? No, no Cooligans! Cooligans!